Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods. I'm Tim Shantarangsu. And I am your North Korean leader, Sir David So. Oh, damn, he said kiss the ring. Oh, you have it on your wedding finger and hand. Oh, is it? Oh, that's right. It's supposed to be on the left hand, huh? Left hand, yeah. Uh Wow, look at you. I didn't have any food this morning, so I'm starving, and the only thing they have in the studio is a bunch of fucking ring pops, baby. Well, you know what? David, you know, we kind of talked about maybe let's have a little something to drink this episode. So David brought some soju. I actually have a case of this at home as well. This is the potato spirit of choice for all Korean people. If you have a Korean friend and they drink and they've never invited you out to have some soju... They don't fuck with you. Is soju from potatoes? Yeah, it's like a form. It's like vodka. Oh. It's a borado. Yes, borado. borado. This right here, apparently, uh, soju is cheaper than water in Korea. Wow, I've heard that. Yeah. That's how much Korean people drink. We wow. drink that much. And, and well, I mean, it's probably like so cheap to get soju and then, you know, water is like... Water's getting so expensive nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. This ring pops fire. What flavor is this? Is it? Damn. Let me get a ring pop. It's a tropical very berry punch. This one is fucking... Let me give y'all a little ASMR. Hold on to, to start this episode off. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. I promise you, sound guy is like jizzing his pants right now. <laughs> it feels so great. Dude, the ASMR stuff... I watch that shit every night to fall asleep. <laughs> Do you really? Some of them. So the one ASMR stuff that I watch is chiropractic back cracks. Interesting. Have you not seen those videos? Um, I've probably come across it. Chiro, look up chiro uh, compilations. It's one of my favorite things to fall asleep to. And it's just people cracking each other's backs. Oh, wow. And every now and then you'll see a very hot lady get her, her back cracked mm-hmm. and then they'll twist her. And then I get a boner, and ah. then I switch off the chiropractic, and I go right back to porn, and I come back to Cairo. Yeah, the massage porn. I watch a lot of that, actually. <laughs> okay, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Wait, hold on. Let me get some. Let me get some ASMR real quick. Nobody eats a ring pop like that. <laughs> Nobody eats a ring pop like that ever. I'm trying to ASMR it up. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what's he eating, dude? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like a fucking like a like a like a like a turtle trying to eat like just peanut butter off of a stick. You know, when I was a kid, 
these are the candies that I always wanted, but I never get never got to have. Why? My parents wouldn't buy it for me. Oh. They wouldn't buy me candy and shit. But for I- some reason, I was hella fat. <laughs> Carbs, man. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat candy. Just eat rice. <laughs> I wasn't. I also wasn't allowed to eat a lot of candy growing up. Um, and if my parents ever like let me have a piece of chocolate, I had to brush my teeth immediately afterwards because they were afraid of me getting cavities. Have you? Did you ever have cavities? Three cavities my whole life. I had two cavities only. Uh, two years ago was my first cavities. What? Yeah. Really? And I was asking my my uh, my dentist was like going in because I switched dentists and they're like, you haven't had cavities. I was like, no, I haven't. And you know, in my 30s. And they're like, that's very rare that somebody at your age wouldn't have a single cavity. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, a year later, I started drinking a lot of soda. Mm-hmm. And apparently that started fucking up with like the enamel in my teeth. Mm-hmm. Got my first two cavities. And they're like, you f- got cavities. I was like, what, what have you been doing differently? I'm like, <laughs> I've been drinking a lot of soda. Damn. And that's what happens. Because I didn't drink soda as a kid. I didn't drink. I didn't eat a lot of candy. None of that mm. shit. I drank a lot of soda as a kid. Um, And I'll tell you what turned me off from soda initially as a little kid. You ever watch Beekman's World? Yes. Okay, so uh, there was an episode of Beekman's World where they took... Uh, a chicken bone, right? They soaked it in coke overnight, and it dissolved. No, 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 it didn't dissolve. Didn't but it? he took it out of the coke, and it, he could wobble it around like it was like rubber. It was crazy, and he was like, "Yo, this is what could happen to your teeth, right?" And I was like, "Oh shit! All right, I'm a chill on the soda. I still drank soda on occasion, but the main thing that got me off soda completely is." Hold on a second. I was um I had braces right for two and a half years, mm-hmm. and my orthodontist told me she was like, "Yo, if you really want to help." speed up this process then you gotta stop drinking soda because you know the stronger your teeth are the more like um the more they'll take to the braces and it'll be easier for your teeth to move around and like don't don't drink soda so i didn't drink soda for two and a half years i was only drinking lemonade and from that point on i was just kind of off soda you know what i'm saying you don't drink a lot of soda even now i don't see you drink much soda at all rarely i'll drink soda on occasion if i really want to have like a Jack and Coke or a Jameson ginger ale. But see, you always have to have soda with burgers or pizza, though. Not me, dog. And that's why you're a piece of shit. <laughs> well, really? You don't crave a fucking, like, Coke when you have a burger or, or a pizza? I used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, you know, a uh, like a Coke with a cheeseburger or a slice of pizza, it's just, you know, it, it goes so well, right? Especially, bro, I used to love, I was a big, like, oh, chew on the burger, and then while I'm still chewing on the burger, take a sip of my soda. Yeah. I loved that. Um, but then once I, I got off it during the braces years... It just, I never really had a... But like, you don't I, feel like you need that bubbly <laughs> soda to wash that fatty burger no, down? No, goddammit! Then what the fuck do you drink? Um, Lemonade. Okay. Or a little juice. And that's why you're a loser. <laughs> well, speaking of, ha- let's have ourselves a little Jinro Chamisu. Fresh, by the way. <laughs> and a little uh, <laughs> Ring Pop ASMR. Oh, give you some... Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. This is going to get a million views. They're going to love it. And then talk about your uh, hysterectomy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That probably sounded so good. There's people who make a shit ton of money off of ASMR stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, massage porn... Um, it's, it's great. Like I'll watch, so so it depends on what I'm in the mood for. Right. Sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. I want to watch. And of of course it's all fake, but it's like, I want to watch a woman go get a massage. And then all of a sudden, uh Oh, it gets a little inappropriate. 
Uh oh, this oh his finger slipped. Oh no, now she's on the table. There's a penis in her face. What is she gonna do? Suck it, of course. Next thing you know, they're smashing on the table. <laughs> There's one that I know that always <laughs> pops up in the porn section. Yeah. It there's always like a blue wall. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think it's, so. it's old. It's like an it's like one of the first ones ever. But there's always a blue <laughs> wall, and then different girls every time. Oh yes, 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 yes. And they always get super like oiled up. Yes. And, oh, and there's like a couple plants. And in it's the room. always the prettiest porn stars too. Oh, God, that are on that know. one. They're always the prettiest. So I like that. Or sometimes I'm in the mood for the reversal. And when like a dude's getting a massage and he's getting a jack and he's getting jacked off and it's like and then the girl's like oh shit this girl's naughty this masseuse is naughty she's taking it there and then uh oh her finger slipped and, and she goes inside the penis <laughs> <laughs> and he screams <laughs> Got a pinky in your pee hole. What you gonna do? I'm okay. No more, please. <laughs> oh, cheers to that. Yes. Oh, for those for those people out there who drink soju, uh, this is what a lot of guys do for the ladies. A lot of ladies out there who don't like the taste of alcohol, but like to get a little crazy, mm. like to get a little loosened up. If you squeeze a little fresh lemon inside soju, you can't taste the alcohol at all. Oh, really? I shit you not. Would you like oh, one? I will take one. It's it's it actually tastes like a flavor flavored drink. What? <laughs> a flavored drink. A flavored drink. It'll taste like your your wanted lemonade. It tastes like lemonade. Interesting. Okay. Well, also here. All right. Well, let's take a little sip. Let's cheers. Cheers. Watch this, Tim. You'll be amazed. Okay. Oh, it just tastes like lemon water. All right. Well, experiment fail. But it tastes. There's like not much alcohol taste after it. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't taste alcohol. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So a lot of girls like to get crazy with soju by having a little bit of lemon in. And if it's ice cold, you can't taste it at all. Hold on, let me give you some of that uh, ASMR real quick. Oh yeah. Well, that's delightful. I there. I heard about this um, thing on Twitch where girls will just like do what you did, where they just scrape the mic. Mm -hmm. And they talk really quiet, and they make millions of dollars. Bro, you know what? Okay, so look, I used to think ASMR was so weird until mm -hmm. I actually, I was like, what is this shit, right? And I put it on, and I was, and I fell asleep. I was so relaxed, and it was just like something as simple as, you know, they put like, uh, uh, I did the, the jack off hands, but that's not what I'm talking about. They take like the peas and they put it in the jar, and they just kind of like make that noise. They jiggle mm. the, they jingle the, the whatever's in the jar, or they'll like scrape their nails against the whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's so nice. It's it's really, it's kind of. I want to do an ASMR channel where mm -hmm. I just play Kim Jong Un, and I just fucking threaten you the whole time <laughs> and see if people fall asleep to that shit. Interesting, interesting. Well, let, let me here. Let me get another lemon actually. Oh. Um, give you some lemon ASMR just while we're here. Oh yeah. Okay. And take this here, and then we're just gonna. Did you just fucking eat a lemon? Here you go. Wow. I'm thoroughly impressed that you fucking just ate a lemon. <laughs> Can you just eat lemons like that? Um, I don't. It's not something I normally do. But <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but, um, I uh. I grew up just really loving sour food, sour candy. Um, like my mom, when she was younger, and she would be like at the restaurant, just gr like you know, just juicing a bunch of lemons, mm -hmm. or, or even at home when she, you know, when I was really young, and she's just making whatever. Um, she would take a spoon, scoop up the lemon pulp from the juicer, and just feed it to me. 
You know, I just realized this is a sidetrack. There are certain <laughs> things that you have that you wear that if I wore, I would look really stupid. <laughs> like those fucking glasses of yours. <laughs> like if I wore that, I would just look like a fucking fat weirdo with weird glasses. It, you know, the beauty of having uh, your own show is that like, because I, I wouldn't normally just wear these like out and about. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that's what's great about shit like this is like, I, you can put on look, like goofier things, you know? And then plus when I'm making a point, like actually, I used to drink. I used to eat lemon pulp all the time. <laughs> That's the only reason. Let me tell you something. I've traveled <laughs> with this dude now for five years. You want to talk about a guy that sees something stupid and just buys it immediately? <laughs> it's this motherfucker right here. Anytime he sees something that just sparks his interest a little bit, yeah. he goes, I got to get that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you fucking don't. Well, well, who knows when I'll be back in this city again. Anytime we travel, without fail, he's going to buy a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Outfit. It's, it's the most ridiculous hat sometimes, dude. It's like, dude, I'm in fucking Wichita, Kansas. I got to get, I fuck with Wichita. <laughs> when would I ever have the opportunity to get this hat again? Amazon. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's no but there's no story behind that. <laughs> I want to I wanna go to Belize and buy the hat that says, it's unbelievable. And then, <laughs> and then people are going to be like, oh, where'd you get that fucking unbelievable hat? I'm like, Belize, bro. There are people that you meet on this space on YouTube that you know that they just do weird shit just because it's entertaining. He just does. This is There's no camera. Just, it's just him. He'd just be like, bro, you want some raisinets? I'm like, nobody has ever asked me that in my life. Am I down for some fucking raisinets? I like to live my life without regrets, okay? And... If I'm walking by a hat in, like, I don't know, <laughs> in uh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, okay. and, there, and there's a hat that says, yo, um, I cheese Oshkosh, Wisconsin, I'm going to get that shit. Let me ask you something. When was the first time you ever got drunk? I'll tell you right now, David, so. I need to know this. Because this is a great story. I, uh, you know how a lot of people... You start drinking in high school, right? Mm-hmm. House parties, uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You get you start drinking with your homies. Um, my senior year is the first time I got drunk, um, and it was prom night. After I won prom king. Oh, you drank a little later. Yes, I was eighteen, uh, seventeen, eighteen. Um, where, you know, a lot of kids were drinking at house parties, like, I don't know, 15, 16, right? I was probably around 17, 18, and uh, it was prom night. I was prom king, so I was like, got to celebrate, you know? Um, so we bought a bottle of the bottom shelf vodka. It's called Popov. The worst. <laughs> Disgusting. The worst. Disgu- when people say alcohol, like, tastes like rubbing alcohol this shit smelled and tastes like rubbing alcohol um comrade pop off yes bro you already know Mm -hmm. so it's bottom shelf for like you can get a big old handle of that shit for like two dollars it comes in like the thinnest plastic bottle you've ever seen yes it's a bottle that when it when it falls it goes like a fucking crystal geyser bottle right so it starts speaking thai Ding 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 is when it hits the ground. So we bought a we bought a bottle of that shit. Took it to a little hotel. I was super, you know, and I'm at first I'm taking shots of it like we celebrating, but it was one of those situations where by like a couple hours later I'm chugging it like water. You know what I'm saying? So I'm so drunk 
and you know uh, I black out of course don't really remember shit I also remember a friend of a friend like there was a girl there and I kept asking her for head because I was so drunk and I kept but confidently though like yeah. hey you, you, should, you should just give me some dope give me some yeah. dope I, I won prom king you should give me some dope yeah. to celebrate right I didn't even know about this till the next day they told me about it I felt like such an asshole because even like that night when I like passed out drunk she fucking put the blanket on me <gasps> yeah bro I was like I was such a little like a douche right she was like I would've but you fell asleep <laughs> and also there was pictures of me like on the ground covered in like cheeseburgers and sauce packets because they ordered a shitload of jack in the box and I'm passed out drunk and I had like put I put cheeseburgers on my nipples and then the homies were like just throwing fries and sauce packets at me. Of course. <laughs> why why did you drink so late? Like why didn't I drink? Earlier. Oh, um I think you know I was just kind of like <laughs> I say late even though it's under the age. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I think I was just a, you know being a, a good boy. Mm-hmm. Um and I wasn't, I didn't go to a whole lot of parties, you know, because the first first high school party I remember going to freshman year, um, I was just trying to like grind on my little girlfriend at the time. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing no mm. drugs. Um, and then when I started going to more par- parties at Paramount, that's when people were really drinking more, but I still just wasn't trying to drink. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh, no, I'm good. Um, I was trying to be good, you know? Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'll go to house parties and I'll just kind of dance, have a good time. And the prom was like, you know what? Everybody's fucking doing it. I'm yeah. graduating. I might as well just fucking do this now. Yeah, like I won prom king, so I was like, I need to celebrate. You know, I think the first time that I remember, I guess like getting drunk per se, was mm-hmm. like I think I was 13. Really? Yeah. So my cousin, piece of shit, this guy, <laughs> when it, it's a classic story of going into your dad's liquor cabinet and mm-hmm. he gets. The first alcohol, hard liquor that I ever tasted was uh, Remy Martin. Mm-hmm. So, so Asian. Yep. So he took the, the was Remy he Asian? Martin. Yes. That's <laughs> 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 my cousin. Oh, right. <laughs> so, actually, he's white. But he took the Remy Martin, put it into this uh, crystal geyser water bottle, mm-hmm. dumped it in there, filled it up with water. That shit. Take it in. I don't know what the fuck this is, right? And you know what the weird thing is? Like, even when he gave it to me, I w- it wasn't processing in my head that it was alcohol. It was like, oh, this is the Remy that my dad has. Mm. But it wasn't like that moment where I was like, ooh, I get to drink alcohol. I'm like, whatever. He's, he's going to give it to me. I'm just going to drink it. Yeah. We drank the the whole geyser or whatever, Evian bottle, whatever it was. We drank the whole fucking thing. Did you really? And we were both like 13 or 14 at the time. 13 oh or 14. God. And got plastered. I bet. Drunk. Throwing up all over the place the next Ugh. day. Had no fucking idea what it was. But that's when I figured out at the time that I could kind of, you know, hold my liquor. I think it was because I was a lot bigger than everybody else. Yeah. But ever since then, it was like, it would be like a drinking thing where they get to see, oh, who can drink the most. It was oh. always that shit when we were younger. And really? I never liked the taste of it. Right. At the time. I just did it because it was like a party trick. They're like, oh, who can drink the most? And whoever was fucking passed out was a loser. And if you were standing, I was always the last one standing. Mm. Nowadays, I can't really hold my liquor very well, though. Interesting. I mean, I think, you know, here's, let me tell you about this. I don't know if you remember the first time we got drunk together. Which one? It was on my old show, Going Raw. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. That was probably one of the most drunk I've ever been in my life, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys oh, remember. Shit. I hella forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, because this was before you and me even got close. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I had a show on full screen on their app called Going Raw. And um, I would bring guests on, we'd interview, and then we'd like play little games or whatever. And there was always a bottle of Hennessy on the table. Um, if guests wanted to drink or not, you know, it was on them, right? But then um, 
I was like, yeah, I brought David on. This is before we ever filmed Send Foods or anything. And um, I just kind of knew you through JK and whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'll bring David on. Let's, let's have a conversation, right? And um, I remember specifically, I was like, you want to take a shot? And you were like, yeah, sure. And you took the first shot and you went, oh, that's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is real. And then, so we kept taking shots, right? Like, wh- whenever, like, we kept just pounding shots. When I knew you were down, when I realized you were actually down, because not a lot of people are down like that, yeah. right? So when I knew you were down, we were going in. And um, I remember there was a moment where we were kind of, you know, we were getting there. And the producer off camera, they would always send me little notes like, oh, wrap it up. Or like, you know, oh, you got 10 minutes, whatever, whatever. She had a, she had it on her little whiteboard. She wrote down, this is the last shot. And I looked at it and I, I looked at her and I went, no. <laughs> and, then, and we kept drinking. And then that day they had to have somebody like drive my, they drove me home because I was gone. They, I got picked up by a Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got <laughs> dropped off to the apartment. I just remember this part. So I, I live at the time in a condo. And so you have to go up the stairs. And then the bottom level is all the garages. And the up top level is where the door is. Mm. So I was going to my garage. But on the far end where the stairs are, my unit was all the way at the end. Mm-hmm. You have to understand how drunk I was, where I zigzagged throughout the whole thing and I touched every garage. <laughs> like the fucking Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was the Titanic. And I just touched every fucking garage back and forth. And I don't remember much of it at all. We drank so fucking much. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I just remember being like, oh, David's down. You know, David's down to drink. I didn't know. And then Rick, the I think later on Rick was like, oh, yeah, no, you could tell David is down because as soon as he took that first shot and he realized it was real, you you saw the excitement in his face. <laughs> his face lit up like, oh, this is real. We drinking. Yeah, because a lot of people, I, I don't think they, you know what it is too? When they're on a public platform, they're afraid of what they're going to say. So drinking isn't one of those things that they want to do. Right. Because they're scared they might say too much or they, they might fuck up their promo or whatever. I never care. Yeah. <laughs> so just like, it is what it is. And I start drinking. The other time that we got smashed, it was at that really good fucking food event in LA. Um, were you talking about the one in... The truffle pasta. The... Oh, yes. The bougie one. The bougie oh, ass one. Oh, yes. I drank way too much. I was... um. Not only did I drink way too much. So I think... Okay, I think this might be... If you guys are going to watch the Send Foods episode... um. This is the first bougie one we went to, and this is when it was still on my channel, not Thrillist. I want to say this was like episode, uh, just look up like LA something, like Los An- like LA Times, um, bougie something. I forget. I forget. But it was, it was su- su- first of all, the food was fire. So fucking good. Um, the fucking, uh gnocchi with the oh. truffles on top mm. so good there was like empanadas there yeah so fucking good the 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 risotto fried risotto balls mm. super fucking good it's oh. been that long and i still remember the food that's how good it was It was so bomb how did we even get that drunk oh yeah they were oh there were cocktails and stuff too all over the place oh and there was like a mezcal cocktail oh yes 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 we got very drunk not only were we super drunk but i also remember being so full bro <laughs> yeah give, give yeah lick that shit I remember, <laughs> I remember being so full going home that night, and for like an hour, 
being on the ground going, oh, <laughs> rubbing my belly because I was so full, but it was so good. She has sent me a clip of you moaning on the fucking floor, dying, <laughs> like, just because you were in so much pain. Yeah. I was so full and drunk, I decided to do like a two-mile walk, mm. but I was so plastered, I fucking fell into a bush. Ah, that's bush night. <laughs> yeah, I fell into a fucking bush. I couldn't get out. I was scraped up all over. Yeah. That turned. Yes. Was I. You know, um, and some of I, the best moments. I had to have drank a lot because, you know, I have a pretty high tolerance. Oh, high tolerance. <laughs> Disgustingly high, actually. Yeah. And you don't turn red. I don't turn red. Yeah. No, no, I don't. Um, well, you know, like, uh, uh, praise, praise, praise God for that. Uh, I don't turn red. Um, I, um, you know. <laughs> Praise God for my sins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, praise God for for giving, blessing me with the ability to sin a little more. Um, I, and you know, I tell people I have a super high tolerance because when I started touring, like doing all these YouTube shows across the country or whatever, right? Um, I would always end up in smaller cities, right? Like Des Moines or fucking, I don't know. Oshkosh, Wisconsin, or whatever, mm. right? Um, I've actually never been there. I'd love to go there. I shout it out all the time just because it's funny, but I've never been there. But so you go to these smaller cities, fucking Jacksonville, Florida, whatever, whatever, and everybody always wants to show you how they do. Mm-hmm. We got to show you how we do it in the mm-hmm. Midwest. <laughs> we got to show you how we get down in Jacksonville, Florida. Why, why is it always like that, too? It's like, oh, you from L.A.? Oh, you don't know how to drink? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, why? Everybody knows how to drink. So I kind of had to get used to just pounding shots from different people if I didn't want to just be completely plastered, you know what I'm saying? So um, I think over the couple years of really just clubbing like every week after shows or whatever, whatever, doing all these like gigs in different cities, I built this tolerance. Um, And for sure, there were nights where I blacked out. I woke up, didn't remember what happened last night, didn't remember who I did what to. you You don't get scared drinking at those shows. I get fucking scared. How so? Because I'm afraid somebody's gonna do some shit to me. Well, I mean, when I I'm never I'm rarely alone at that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like for the first uh, probably like ha- like year, I was um, with Rick, and Rick was like my hype man. Oh, okay. And Rick would usually be with me. Um, I'm by myself, so I get scared. Not not gonna lie, there were times where I would be by myself, but like. Um, I don't know, man. I was just, I was just out there, just doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Being a little scoundrel. <laughs> Being a scoundrel. You're so, you scoundrel. I you. mean, remember that one time, uh, and we've talked about this um, on your podcast before, where um, I was in, yeah, I think it was fucking Des Moines, where uh, I went to go drink with uh, Stupid Young and his peoples, and this is when we had, we had like. We had we, we didn't have a beef, but there was like a weird situation between us. It was a us. misunderstanding. A misunderstanding, and then he was like, he was like, "Yo," or I don't know, I forget who reached out and was like, "Yo, you in Des Moines right now? All right, pull up." And I was like, "And uh, pull up, I'm with my peoples." And in my head, I was like, "Okay, okay, this could go one of two ways, right?" I advised <laughs> him not to go too. By the way, <laughs> I was like, "This is not a good idea whatsoever. <laughs> this is how a fucking horror. This is how like a fucking horror movie starts." If, if you want to hear the full story, go watch my interview on 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 the Genius Brain <laughs> podcast. But basically, you know, Stupid Young, you know, me and him had like uh, a misunderstanding, but then it, we we had basically squashed it. And he was like, "All right, yo, I'm with my peoples. You know, come say what's up." So I Ubered by myself 
to where his people his peoples were at. It was like it was either going to be yes, we're going to like have fun and turn up, or I'm I'm walking into uh, a trap. You're gonna die. You're gonna yeah. fucking die. <laughs> Um, needless to say, I didn't die. I just turned up with his peoples. It was a good time. You know what I'm saying? Just taking a bunch of fucking shots of Hennessy in the middle of Des Moines. It was great. See, you shouldn't be doing like the stuff like that. <laughs> I don't agree that you should live life like that at all. I just don't agree with it. <laughs> look, look, look. Here's the thing, right? Yes, there it was. There was a potential situation that could have been bad, but also I know, bitch. I'm a bitch. <laughs> Absolutely not, dude. There's some funny stuff that happened. We talked about this on a JK News where <laughs> I think we talked about it a couple times on JK News, but there's a story where was it in Iowa too, where we had the uh the Pariwella, the 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 really good The Pariwella, mm, yes, that was in Iowa, yeah. That's right. It was in Iowa. It was snowing as fuck. And the delicious, authentic Peruvian <laughs> restaurant in the middle of Des Moines, Iowa. Ah, yes, you're gonna tell this story of the bar fight. Well, let me tell you something. I'll tell it halfway, he could tell the rest. Yeah. <laughs> but basically we almost got into a fucking bar fight. Look. <clears throat> And if you guys if you guys are subscribed to both of our podcasts, you've heard the story before, but if you're a new listener, then you haven't, and we're going to tell you about it again, goddammit. First of all, before we get into the fight, let's talk about how delicious this Peruvian food was, because- Oh, so good in the middle of fucking nowhere. Fire. In a snowstorm. Bomb. And like, I was like- I was like, this doesn't make sense. We were just leaving the fucking bacon festival, so we were like, we need some, we need something delicious, right? Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, we got recommended this uh, this Peruvian restaurant, um, and right across from the bar. Yes, yes, yes. So we got some, um, we got some. What's what's that? What's that beef dish? Lomo saltado. Yes, we got some of that. And then I saw this like pariwella on the menu, and I was like, I want to see what this is about. It's like um, Peruvian chipino. And it was so good, and we'll tell you all about it right after this break. Hey guys, this episode of Dudes Behind the Foods is brought to you by GoodyBrand.com. Tim here, just popping in to remind you that What's a better Christmas gift than some fly-ass clothes? I mean, goodybrand.com, we got new hats. Uh, count your blessings. We got beanies. We got new flannels. We got all types of new gear. So go to goodybrand.com and check it out. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it, okay? But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year, and that's why I'm effing with Hero bread okay hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe which is made with heart healthy olive oil and guess what hero bread has zero to one gram of net carbs zero grams of sugar and is high in fiber okay and and guess what hero bread products are delicious and flavorful offering the soft fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing blt savory breakfast burrito or mouth watering cheeseburger, but guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. And we're back. Okay, so delicious. So this parihuela dish, I had never had it before. And and I've I've had it at other places and um even when I google it, the broth is a little more um like watery, you yeah. know? Um this one was creamy. This was like creamy thick. Oh, and I like I think about it all the time actually because it was so, so good. Fucking good. There's there's one place out in Glendale that does it kind of similar and it's one of my favorite uh, Peruvian restaurants, uh, Mamitas Peruvian mm. out in Glendale. Super fucking good. Okay. But that place was amazing. And by the way, this lady is like Peruvian as fuck. Mm-hmm. Super Peruvian. Did not expect. I was like, what? how do you go from one of the hottest places on earth to one of the coldest places on earth? Yes. But that restaurant, super fucking fire. I, I wish I remember the name. I wish I remember the name too. Here, here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. They deserve to be shouted out because they should. People should know what this place is called. Here, um, you, you begin the story, and I'm gonna look up what this place is called. Okay, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're basically at this bar, and typically whenever there's downtime in between shoots, we want to figure out what the fuck we can do. So there weren't many bars, and by the way, at this time a snowstorm was a brewing. There was <laughs> snow everywhere. It was snow apocalypse. So we go into this bar, and it looks like a bar from a scene where you know shit's about to go down, mm. and. No, not a lot of um Panka. 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 Panka baby. Peruvian restaurant in Des Moines, Iowa. Fucking fire. Closed because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, it's closed now. Okay, thank God. But it opens at 5 p.m. <laughs> Fucking delicious. So we're at this bar and it looks as seedy as you can get. Well, you know, it was it was just a small local, you know, like one of those bars where you know everybody. You know, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, you know? Bada bada bum bum. And they're always glad you came, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Did you watch that show growing up? Cheers? I love Cheers. I fucking love Cheers, too. What not, the? A, not a lot of people watched it. I mean, yeah, I know. Wow, this is, we just, we learned, are we, did we just become best friends again? <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking make out, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yes. It was one of those small bars where, you know, everybody just kind of, it's like locals and regulars. And um, we went in, we're like, we had an hour wait for our table. Let's go in, grab a drink and wait. Very nice place, nice people. But it looks like if I walked in, if they said, we don't like your kind around here, I'd be like, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and I would walk out. But- Drinks, drinks are super cheap there mm-hmm. compared to LA. I think for a shot, it was like three. It was like a shot of Jameson or Jack was like three bucks. It was ridiculous. It was something ridiculous. We just kept drinking or whatever. But there's this other table across from us, from where we were sitting, that was getting a little rowdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little loud. But of course, as you guys know, in every single trope in Send Foods, who gets recognized the most? <laughs> Timothy Chantabalangsu. <laughs> so. One of the ladies recognizes Tim and wants a photo with Tim. Yeah. Take it away. Okay, so uh, this lovely young lady came up to me. She was a fan. She wanted to take a picture. I said, sure, let's take a photo, right? Um, Shortly after that, I thought, yeah, it is what it is. And then um, we kind of see, you know... Let me let me think about the timeline of this. So I remember maybe there was a, a dude in that group um, who... Was was 
maybe it seemed like he had an issue with her coming over to me and taking a picture. Maybe. Okay. So he was he was he was kind of his vibe was weird. All right. It was a uh, he was a big, big tall and big like big burly like native dude. Um, bigger than me, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Big Native American dude, long hair. Um, and he just, he seemed to be like causing an issue with whatever was going down, right? So then later on, uh, a big, big older black dude in the group walks over to us and then he's talking to me. David thought he was trying to start some shit, but he was actually kind of apologizing for his friend and being like, hey man, look, you know, uh, you know, his girl, you know, took, he, he, he got a little jealous. His girl was taking a picture with you, whatever, whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, nah, that's cool, blah, blah, blah. We start talking to this guy. This guy's a nice guy, right? He's actually from LA too, yeah, originally. Yeah. He had a, what do you have, like a 213? No, you had a 213 jacket on. Yeah. And uh, and so he kind of was talking about, yeah, I'm from LA, blah, blah, blah. We start talking or whatever, right? So later on, they're like, yo, let's get a group picture. You know what I'm saying? And this dude, the native dude, was obviously still drunk and salty about his girl recognizing me wanting a picture. Talk about a stereotype. <laughs> the drunk native guy. I was like, this is a very bad look for the people. Look, man. man, they've been through a lot. I know, but I'm saying it was a bad look. I was like, dog, don't do this, man. <laughs> so he, in the, while we're taking the picture, this man puts his giant hand on my head. Humongous. Grabs my head. He's like, boy, during the picture, he's like, you're little. You're so little. And he grabs my head. And literally in the picture, I'm like this. <laughs> Because I'm like, I feel this dude grab my whole head. So by the when that shit happened, Priscilla looked at me and I started getting pissed because I don't like that. Right. I don't like it when people just go up and grab you and touch you. Yeah. Right. And like me or a friend or whatever. And I started visibly getting pissed. Mm. Right. And I'm like, this is guy trying to get fucked up. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? But then we also have to know we're not we're not from this town. We're vastly outnumbered, so mm -hmm. I'm just boiling. Right, <laughs> you know, and this guy literally grabs his head and just starts jostling it around. I'm like, you better get your fucking yeah. hands off him. But Tim's also an extremely nice guy. Yeah, people will come up and they will surpass what they should do when it comes to people's boundaries. Right, and he'll just be okay with it. And I'm like, Tim, you're a really nice because I'm the guy that'll be like, Hey, you just spit in my mouth. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, you know? I'm, I look, I'm definitely like. I will take into consideration this man is drunk. Yes. He's jealous. Um, but at the same time, while I'm taking these things into consideration, I'm looking around the bar for things I might have to hit yes. him with. I'm like, I will have to s hit this man with a bar stool if necessary because I'm little. Mm -hmm. So there are certain things I got to do. And I was little compared to him too. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I got to break this bottle or something, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm keeping that in the back of my mind. But we, we basically... You know, we go to our little corner. We're just drinking, doing our thing until, until we kind of see, hear murmurs. And in our perifs, we see, you can tell this couple's arguing. And so this dude, the native dude, took his girl's face and mushed her face and pushed her by the face. Dude, when we say mushed and shoved, it was a hard ass he might as well just socked her in the face yeah it was harsh and when i say and look are you talking about a record screech moment like the fucking <clears throat> everybody in the bar his whole crew was like stopped like the his his girl's homegirl was like yo what the fuck she got pissed right the, it was like the whole fucking music stopped in the bar and we were like Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go check out our table. <laughs> that dude was fucking nuts, and it got to that really uncomfortable moment too, where like a damsel, I had to take off my gloves one finger at a time. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit's about to go down." Yeah. And then we kind of were just like scoping around, like, "Okay, there's 
five or six people. We're only two, and then we have Priscilla, which I believe Priscilla would have taken three of them down either way. <laughs> Priscilla was fucking crazy. And we were just sitting there like, okay, what the fuck are we going to do? Do I have to grab a chair? I need to have my back against the wall because I don't want people to hit me from behind. Right. But lo and behold, that guy, it was just that guy just being a fucking asshole. And he literally assaulted his girlfriend yeah. in the bar. It was yeah. crazy. I only see stuff like this in the movies. Yeah. And you know, luck- luckily, everybody in his clique kind of uh, reprimanded him for that you know what I'm saying like was like yo th- that's not cool and then we were like okay let's go because uh, and then we had the best meal of our fucking <sighs> lives amazing so if you guys never had Peruvian food Peruvian food is an example of like true fusion you'll see a Chinese Chinese influence in there in the food right. you know it's it's all these weird stuff like you'll even see pasta they have like this this I forgot the name of it but they have this green pasta that I always see at every single Peruvian restaurant mm. is usually served with like a side of steak or some type of protein mm-hmm. and then one of my favorite dishes is uh, lomo saltado and mm-hmm. if you see lomo saltado it's steak pieces whatever steak choices that you like typically they'll serve it with ribeye if they're mm. know what they're doing if they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Ribeye and it's fries and it's stir fried mm-hmm. in soy sauce, like Maggie soy sauce. Mm, the good stuff. Yup. Garlic, tomato, onions. And it's fucking delicious, man. Yeah. And that is why I love Peruvian food. It's It has all these familiar flavors that I really like, but it's, it's done in a completely different way. And fusion food is so interesting because sometimes when people do fusion, <clears throat> they just kind of smash two things together and they don't make something new. Peruvian food is my personal feeling of like one of the most perfect cuisines when it comes to fusing two like cultures. Like a natural evolution of shit that just happened. Hell fucking yeah. You know what I'd be really curious to try is uh, sushi in Brazil. Because I don't know if I ever told you this, but did you know that the largest population of Japanese people outside of Japan is in Brazil? Really? Yes. Why? Um, something to do with after the bombings, um, a bunch of uh, Japanese people. So casual, the bombings. A- a- after that, after those silly old bombings, yeah. um, a bunch of Japanese people just migrated everywhere, and mm. I f- I don't know exactly why, but for some reason, a a big amount of them wound up in Brazil, and really? to this day, you know, it's the largest population of Japanese people outside of Brazil. And I tell you this, after six years of college. That's the only information I retained is that one fact. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing else but that one fucking thing. Well, and that, um, and and, and that pre cum can only get you pregnant if you don't pee in between jizz sessions. You know, you're the one who taught me that, <laughs> and I gotta tell you, change the game. Uh, I mean, it 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 definitely makes you feel a little better. Yeah, literally changed the fucking game. Yeah, it's important to know. It is super important, fellas. So remember, do not wrap your tool. Just pee, just pee in between, and you'll be completely fine. Well, if you're worried about babies, not STDs. STDs don't exist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't fucking exist. Oh, if we're talking about sushi. I'm sick and tired of this fucking uh, sugarfish slander. How about we- Please, can we talk about this? Okay, so if y'all aren't aware, there is a, a, a sushi place, uh, and it's a chain now, um, in LA specifically, but it's it's beginning to branch off a little bit. But it's mainly LA. There's one in New York, um, and it's called Sugarfish. Okay, uh, Sugarfish. They don't do fucking you know Alaskan rolls and shit. They don't do fancy like spider rolls. It's mainly uh, like uh, sashimi and nigiri and um, and some and some uh, you know hand rolls of like you know like I don't know some uh, 
scallops or some blue crab mm-hmm. or some, you know, whatever, <laughs> right? Um, I love it. Um, and I enjoy that um, it's like just it is what it is. When I first took Chia to Sugarfish, she was expecting like, yo, can I get some miso soup? Can I get some this and this and that? Like what you would normally get at like a sushi place. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, all they got really is the raw shit. <laughs> and she wasn't down at first. Like she didn't like sashimi at first. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Until I took her to Sugarfish and I was like, yo, they got this trust me shit. Just trust them. Order it. And then this was her first time actually trying sashimi. And she was like, oh, this is good. It's delicious. Here's the thing, too. Like, I understand that there's like a certain artisanal thing that people like about sushi, right? right. Where you have the sushi chef, they fold it, they mo- and they cook the rice. They actually have it the, the rice on like a machine in a conveyor belt. Mm. But they have the flavoring right. The rice comes out like human body temperature warm. Mm-hmm. And you have, it's good for what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not even just good for what it is. There are other sushi restaurants too that have a sushi chef, and it's still not as good as Sugarfish. Yes, right. I'm, I mean, you might be comparing it to some other places that are really well known, and of course, there's, you know, in my personal opinion, are better. Mm-hmm. But there are regular sushi restaurants. I'm not shitting on my own people. Mm. A lot of Korean sushi restaurants <laughs> that don't do it as well as Sugarfish does, right? And I think it's a really good introduction for people who want to go away from just the California roll or whatever. Yeah, it's a good transitioning spot. I think so. And I think the flavoring of their rice is like a little sweeter than what most people would probably enjoy. It's less vinegary, but I think that palate works for people who are transitioning in between. Yeah, between, between, betwins. Yeah, yeah. betwins. <laughs> but. Sugarfish is fucking fire. And by the way, their to-go packaging, fucking amazing. Oh, it's so nice. The little box and the little like wet nap. Yeah. You know, look, I, you know, I've, and I've, and I've been running into the occasional couple people here and there. Um, die. Huh? They should die. No, no, he shouldn't die. He's a nice guy. Michael Ferrari in Houston. What's up, man? He's probably listening to this because he enjoys this. Part. Okay. Well, die. <laughs> and, and, and look, he, he's, he's very, you know. He's he's telling me that you know he's gonna take me to some fire omakase spots in in Dallas or Houston or whatever, and I'm, I believe that it's probably fire. But hey, fuck you, dog. Sugarfish is fire. <laughs> 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 and and to be fair, one of the best sushi places we've been to is in fucking Houston, Texas. Amazing. It was bomb. Did we talk about this already? So did you know the second biggest population of Japanese people? <laughs> Is it Houston, Texas? Hey, actually, there's a, there's a shitload of Asians in Houston. Dude, I know. And by the way, I am a taken man now. Yeah. <laughs> but may I observe the Asian women in Texas? Quite thick. I I'm, I will uh, co-sign this. Um, I, I'll tell you what. Um, <clears throat> my event, so Michael Ferrari, who, who, we're, who we're talking about. Sounds like a fake-ass name, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's, his, that's a nickname. Okay. It's Michael, Michael Lee. Okay. Um, <laughs> he is one of the first people to. He is the first person to, to book me for these club events uh, in Houston, Dallas, whatever, whatever. Mm. And um, yes, I was also taken when I went. But when I tell you, it was he booked me and Danny Rail at our first ever event together at a club. And when I tell you, um, this is Dallas was the city from all my club events where there were the most beautiful Asian women throwing it at me, bro. Like, I was I was looking around at the, the girls that were flirting with me, and I was like, I, you're giving me hints like you're down to have sex tonight, and you're beautiful? 
and there was a lot of them that were and I'm looking like they were treating you like you were Justin Bieber's. It was kind of crazy, um, and they were very attractive, amazing. Yeah. Well, we're going to cut to a break real quick, you guys, and we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, guys. Tim here again. Uh, for those of y'all who really enjoy my music, I know. I got tracks all over the place, right? I got songs under Traffic, under Timothy De La Ghetto, under Tim Chantharangsu. So I went and did a little something and put a whole bunch of my best tracks under one Spotify playlist so you can just stream it in one go like a best of situation, all right? So, hey, there you go. Link in the description if you want to check that out. Thanks, guys. Back to the show. Okay, so I would love to go to Brazil and see what's good with the Brazilian sushi spots. The thickest Japanese women you will ever see oh, in your life. my God. Arigato. And, uh, arigato and however you say thank you in Portuguese because, oh. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, and I'm, and I'm sure there's so many. His dream would come true. Okay, <laughs> this guy loves thick Japanese women. <laughs> this sick fuck over here, dude. Hey, hey, hey. First of all. You right. <laughs> Second of all, I love thick women's period, okay? But but let's let me say this. I love thin women's too. Okay? Okay, let me just tell you something. When he says thick, by the way, <laughs> there's um Do you guys consider peanut butter thick? That's pretty thick, right? This man likes concrete. No, 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 concrete no, 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 no. Mixture thick. There's a difference between Okay, look, look, look. There's a difference between thick and a big girl, a BBW, a big woman. I like them thick, but I also, I enjoy big women. I, I like an obese woman too. <laughs> they literally look like they're on the verge of death. He's, no, no, no. First of all. And they're very beautiful, by the way. <laughs> but I'm just saying from a scientific standpoint, my goodness. He's, he's talking about, okay, look. Uh, and look, they're. Objectively speaking, I guess not objective, it's subjective because of my opinion. Yeah. Very pretty. Very beautiful. Yeah. However, those women would kill you. They would literally kill you. Look, David So. Um, and mind you, yes, of course, I've been with Chia for 10 years. Um, but in my canoodling days, I was open to all types of situations. And when he says all types, by the way. <laughs> A lot of people out there say that I think everybody's beautiful. No, you don't. No, you absolutely don't. This man here can find the beauty in just about anything. His preference is that they are women and they are down. <laughs> and and that they are pretty. Oh, they are very pretty. Um, look, I have uh and and you know, and we we, we talked about this on a on a previous episode of, of Dudes Behind the Foods. Um and I I would just I'll say this, look, the same way that I love to try all kinds of food. <laughs> when I was single and the world was my oyster hometown buffet. Oh, we're going a little less classy. I got it. <laughs> well, the world was my bacchanal. Bacchanal fire. I like bacchanal that. Bacchanal buffet in Caesar's Palace. I wanted to try everything, you know, whether it was the light vegan 
or the heavy fried BBW <laughs> piece of chicken. He sent me some BBW porn once, <laughs> and I was thoroughly shocked. I was like, my word. What what, what in God's name is this? Like, I understand. Whatever floats your boat. However, shocking. I've never actually hooked up with the girl who was larger. Really? Because I'm fat already. Mm. Uh, there can only be one BBW in the fucking <laughs> there, there, can, there can only be one. There cannot be two. There's, <laughs> there's too much shit to move around. One person has to be tiny, one person has to be big. And that's the thing, that's what's great. I'm, I'm tiny, so there's only, uh, I only have to move her bits around. Yeah, one false move and you're dead, though. <laughs> like if she just slips and lands on your legs, paralyzed. She's not jumping on me, David. Oh, you, whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you like, but you, you, you like some weird shit. Um, you know, weird is subjective, David, so. In this case, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everybody to, uh, I just love everybody. When, when did you start realizing that you were into thicker women? Like not, the, not even thick. This is, thick is, I like thick. I just, you know, I ha, I'm just, just such a fan of just like jiggly butts. I think I got to a point where I was like, wow, um, this is a very jiggly butt and I'm down for everything attached to the jiggly butt, you know? I think it's very intimidating. Why? Like thicker women intimidate me. Oh, oh, yeah. Because you know when a guy will sometimes look at a girl who's very voluptuous and they go, you don't know what I'd do with that. You know what I say in my head? I was like, <laughs> I don't know what i do. <laughs> I, I, I literally don't know what i do. I remember the first time I, I hooked up with a girl and she was like curvy in all the right places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just so amazed. Mm. I'm like, look at this. There's so much to grab. Mm-hmm. This is fat. Fantastic. It's pretty great. It was, it was not, but it was a little intimidating because mm. I'm like, how, what do I do with yeah. all this curves? Yeah. It was amazing. Let me tell you guys something real quick, too. Anna. She probably had the worst time, but <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you this. Sometimes, um, a, like a girl with a big old booty or, or, a, or a BBW, uh, and, you know, and I've said, you know, in, in, in my past videos for however long, like, I'm not big. Um, in, in, as far as my penis size. And so people will be like, yo, um, like, yo, oh, he can't reach, blah, 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 which is silly. Cause really all you got to do is, uh, lift the, the cheeks a bit and separate and you're in there and it, you're good to go. Oh, you're like Moses in the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit your staff. Boom. <laughs> and then uh, the cheeks separate and, and you're good I to go. I just confused Moses with, uh, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> You shall not pass, <laughs> Jews. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. <laughs> oh, this is historically inaccurate, I believe. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you, bro. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Sure, we can wrap it up if you want. Yeah, I think that's a good. That note was a to good end fucking on. note, man. Some historical inaccuracies with the Bible. Yeah. Um. Moses. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, this is a great episode. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for enjoying. Make sure you like it. Five stars on iTunes, uh, whatever, whatever. Share it with all your friends. It's about foods, fun, and laughter, and great memories. Hey, beautiful. Cheers, Cheers. to you. I love you, bro. I love you too, man. You, you are my, my BBM, dude. <laughs> my big, beautiful man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye.
Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it.